now on the air from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house on Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the three patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your host, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko, and Trump Club Board Director, better known as the Shadow Mayor of Palm Coast, Alan Lowe. Hey everyone, it's Ed Danko here with Alan Lowe. Welcome back to the Future of Flagler uh, podcast uh, brought to you by our Flagler Trump Club. We've got a great show for you today. We have a very special guest. Um, she was the, well, she is the former legal counsel for our sheriff. She left in the midst of a controversy. She's going to tell her side of the story today, and I think, I think it's going to be pretty fascinating. But before we go there to our guest, uh, Alan, let's talk about the breaking news of the week. Well, we have some interesting news this week. Uh, unemployment numbers just came up, and it's 361,000 new people have filed for unemployment. And they expected the number to be down, but the number's up. I don't think this has anything to do with a, with a lackey Biden presidency. Of course. No, of no. course not. No, no come on. Not. He's doing a great job. Yeah, he's the best ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fortunately, I, these 361 people weren't in Afghanistan or... You know, they'd be dead. Uh, <laughs> on another note, we know... <laughs> He's responsible for anything he says, folks. I'm not. Uh, you gave me the note to say that. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yes, never no, mind. On another note, under the bridge in... Uh, uh, in Flagler County? Uh, no, 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 no. A little no, further west no. than that. Where, you know, we got what, 15... They said there's 15,000 Haitians, amongst other people, living under that. I don't remember where the bridge is, but it's over there. Anyway, uh, they said on the news that they have deported back to Haiti 1,400 of the Haitians that were there. So they had 15,000 under it, 1,400 were deported. And if you do a little math, you'll, you'll still come out in the thousands. However, they now say there's only 5,000 left. How does that work? So there's about... Are we counting ballots here uh, in Arizona <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or so, New well, Jersey actually, or you know, you've, Georgia? You've, you've heard of uh, the, what was the new math called? Uh, I forget that new math thing they were teaching in school recently. It's gone away now. So apparently, uh, you know, according to the Democrats, 15,000 minus 1,400 equals 5,000. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah All that's, right. That's, you know, if yeah. you look in my checkbook, it kind of works like <laughs> it that. Works that uh, way. Yeah. 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 No, that's, I wonder I why mean, I'm always broke. It's um, it's just insanity. Yeah. Well, you know, it's another reason we miss Donald Trump. Oh. It's another reason we can't yeah. wait until the elections in 2022. We take back the House. Take, we take, take back the back, Senate. Take back control. And then in 2024, uh, President Trump returns. And we can end the, the foolishness. House. And we can end the stupidity that we have seen yeah. under this administration. Every day, it gets worse. I mean, the French have pulled their ambassador over a submarine <laughs> deal with yeah. Australia. Yeah. I, 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 can't even, I, I can't even put that one together in my brain. No. Um, it's one thing after another with this guy. Yeah. And uh, we, all, we all should be wearing a mask or two. We should all get shots right. in each arm and boosters. We're going to let all these illegals just into the country, and we wonder why the cases are are going up. You know, it's it's a mystery somehow. And you know, um, since we're going to be talking about our sheriff today, he did come to the Flagler Trump Club uh, at our last meeting. First time he had gone down to the border in Mexico, 
uh, in Texas, and he, he was at that bridge. He saw yep. the mess that's going down there. I spent a lot of time at that border when I was a journalist. You um, did. With CBS. We were down there all the time. And, I mean, it's a sight to see. It was a sight to see back then. It's far, far worse now. We had this under control. Trump had this under control. And, and Biden blew it up. But yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know what's going on in that guy's brain. But uh, speaking of other breaking news, as you know, um, maybe some of you don't know, um, last night at city council, uh, we, we voted for the final budget. I was the only one to vote against it. It contains a tax increase. The other rhinos, fake Republicans, you know, that you folks elected, they all voted to increase your property taxes. And it's not just property taxes. It's going to be oh, commercial going to property. To it's going yeah. to hurt businesses. I own a, a, a warehouse. I own commercial property. I used to own residential property. They're not covered by the homestead exemption. So, you know, property values have gone up, according to our property appraiser, approximately 10%. Mine's gone up, fortunately, more than that. Uh, but since the property tax, you know, then they appraise value, which is a, a ratio of the of the market value. Uh, but my taxes will go up. So you're going to pass that along to your tenants, you or are to. you going to just eat it yourself? You know, I, I'm a nice yeah. guy, but I'm not that yeah. nice. And and neither are businesses. No, you can't. They're you, going to pass it along. So yeah. all you folks out there who say I'm homesteaded, so your taxes aren't really increasing that much. Well, when you go shopping, you will pay it there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, think of the property taxes that for the huge piece of property like Walmart has. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what they pay in property taxes, but it must be substantial. They're not going to eat that. No, it's, no. it's, it's going to no. be passed down. No, so and and prices are already gone up. We've gone shopping. You know how much more meat costs. You know how much more produce costs. Uh, you go into Home Depot. You try to buy a two by four. You've seen that cost oh, in lumber. Crazy. Uh, it's just going to be. This is just going to pile on. So elections have consequences you know mayor alfin pledged during the campaign that he would not increase taxes it went out on his mailers it was in his tv commercial he said last night i reminded him of that pledge and i said promises made promises broken right out of the gate what's next with you well we found out what was next this week at city hall they're anti-business anti you know it's interesting because you know, Mayor Alfin, while he was running for mayor, also said that he was pro-economic development. He but sits on the on the board of directors of our new Chamber of Commerce, whose mission statement is to uh, to affect something like to, to affect uh, political change. Right, it has nothing to do with business. No, I reminded and, him of that. Well, he also. proved it. Yes. He proved it has nothing yeah. to do with business because no. he turned down or voted down, he was the deciding vote and voted down the uh, increase in signage on vehicles, which may not be important to some people. But, uh, you know, as the example that, that you've used with the AC truck, you know, if your AC goes down. You like, you're happy to see that truck in your driveway. Yeah. But you don't want him living next door to you? No, I can't. Parking no, that truck, that. that's, that's awful, terrible, right? Thing, yeah. Gee, you know, if he lived next door to you and your AC went down, he could be there right away. Yeah, you yeah. know, you wouldn't have to wait, you know, several hours. Right, and he'd have to, you know, wherever it's being stored, you have to pay yeah. for that. When, and his time to go get it and come back to you, you have to pay for that as well. And, and one of the arguments, if I remember, was that uh, 
you know, having a, a, a commercial vehicle with sign. Now, understand commercial vehicles are already allowed in the driveways. You just got to cover it up just or take the signage off right. or put up big, giant white magnets. Yeah, or big tarps they're, over they're it because that looks better than a yeah, sign. They're already parked there. But, but uh, you know, the, the thing is that one person said that, that it would reduce property values, but our property appraiser said it won't have any effect at all. So they're just pulling out phony arguments and those oh, trucks no. are allowed to park two hours a day during lunchtime but in that their driveways. Your property so value. maybe your property value goes down from noon to 2 p.m. and then it goes back up again. So you have to tell your real estate agent, no, don't sell it between the hours. Yeah, so. yeah. It, yeah. it's unbelievable. Um, but, you know, uh, it's part of being on city council. I, I, I'm just discovering new things every day with some of these people. Uh, I can understand why our mayor would not want commercial vehicles in his neighborhood. I mean, the guy does own, what, 10, 11 thoroughbred racehorses? Well, you know, I mean, you know he just collects them. It's he, not yeah. like he's... Uh, I, I bet if I had three thoroughbreds racehorses, he'd probably look down at me because I only have you three. You only have three. Yeah, well, you, you, know. you know, I got 11. So yeah. um, I wonder what the truck that brings the hay, you know, does, does it have... The, I know I sell hay on the side of his truck. I, I hope not. No, Where, be, yeah. He has yeah. to park down the street and carry it up. <laughs> A bail at a time. A bail, huh? yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, folks, you know, public comment at City Hall is very important. Yes. And I tell people this all the time. You come to City Hall, you got a problem, let us know. Let us know directly. That's the easiest way to bring it to someone's attention. Now, I had to work the other day, but how many people were at the final tax meeting? There were two people in the audience, yeah, and they didn't speak. So, I don't know why they were there, but they didn't so, speak. So you have people complaining about property tax, complaining about different things, yeah. and don't show up. Now, one of the, now that was an evening meeting, and uh, so there's no excuse, but a lot of people want to change those meetings to evening. We have 9 a.m. Yeah, meetings. I've been pushing for it. So far, nothing's happened. Yeah. You know, it's simple. How many fingers? Five. That's how many seats there are on city council. Five. I need three to get something passed. One, even two sometimes, isn't going to cut it, folks. Elections have consequences. 2022 is coming up. You're going to have an opportunity to replace two council seats. Please look at the candidates and make a decision based on where they stand before you vote. Yeah. Now, fortunately, I'm not a candidate, so I get to sit back and laugh at people this time. You do. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. But if you're interested, if you're conservative, if you support President Trump, contact me and Alan. We'd love to talk to you. Come to a Trump Club meeting. Come to a Trump Club meeting first and approach us, and we can sit down and we can go over it with you because we are actively seeking candidates. By the way, just another big announcement. Our podcast now, you know, they're up on the website. You know, we email them out. You know, they're live on Facebook. They're now going to be on Spotify. They're going to be on the Android podcast app and the Apple podcast app. So you'll be able to listen to us on your cell phone while driving. You won't see the video, but you'll hear the audio. Anyway, let's move on. Yes. We have a great guest with us. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming. This is Teresa Carly Pontieri. Pontieri, close. Pontieri, close. close. I I, I butcher names all the time. (laughs) You know, I mean, what's your name? Joe Shabbats. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, Teresa recently resigned as um, the legal counsel, general counsel for our Flagler County Sheriff's Department. 
And um, it was over a controversy because you do a podcast. I do. And, and, and there were some things in there that I guess our sheriff's department and our sheriff was not happy with. Um, and I, I, I'm a big supporter of, of Sheriff Staley. I want to make that clear. I, the only thing in the budget that passed that I thought was worth a damn was the 10 additional deputy sheriffs that we're putting in Palm Coast because he got cheated out of a lot of deputy sheriffs by Melissa Holland. Oh, that was, that yeah, was yeah, something Yeah, that else. was just awful. Yeah. And but, I agree with you on the 10 sheriffs. Oh, by the way, Melissa, I know you're watching. I know you miss me. Uh, I know you miss our little, you know, banter back and forth. You are always invited, Melissa, to be a guest on oh, this please, podcast. We please. would love to have you. So please, just pick up the phone. You got my number. Call me. You can talk about anything you want, but but I miss you too. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, got cold. Um, tell us what happened. So yeah, thanks for having me. First of all, it's an honor to be here. Um, so I. The podcast that I used to have, um, I actually stopped podcasting a few months before I started working for the sheriff's office, and it had nothing to do with starting to work there. I actually stopped podcasting before I even knew that they were looking for a general counsel. So um, the podcast was on conservative news because we can't look to mainstream media for that anymore. We have to find alternative ways to get actual facts and news. Um, so I started this podcast, and you know, I didn't have a whole lot of followers. I'm doing it out of my home office, but... Um, was, you know, talking honestly with a little bit of satire and sarcasm. And, and the name of the podcast now is Truth and Sarcasm. Um, but I did a show on how when we see false facts, we'll call them false facts, right? That's what the mainstream media calls them, coming from our White House and then trickling down, being parroted by the leftist mainstream media. That is what our public starts to believe as truth. And I took a special issue with this when it comes to crime in America and crime in black communities and the defund the police movement. And so I did a, a podcast specifically, and I did a few of them to be quite frank, um, because it's something I feel passionate about. Um, because what happens is when you're, when you're putting out false rhetoric, it, it affects policymaking. And that's when it really becomes a problem. When false rhetoric creates bad policy, you get what we have right now in the Biden administration. It's circular, shallow thought that doesn't create good policy. And so I started speaking out about that, and I had a reporter call me one morning uh, without any warning from the, when I was working at the sheriff's office and asked me about a specific show that I did several months before um, and completely caught me off guard and asked me some questions about it. And I said basically the same thing to him. My, um, my anger isn't, isn't geared towards... Sheriff Staley or the sheriff's office or even uh, people perpetuating crimes. Of course, we don't want that. But my anger is at the media. My anger is at people like Jen Psaki who have a platform. I'll circle back to you on right, that Right, exactly. Okay. Circle back, I'll circle girl. back yeah. to you on that one. Yeah, where uh is every other word that comes out of her mouth because she has no answers to things that people talk about at their dinner table. Um, you know, real issues that real American people are worried about. And one of those is crime. And how do we actually stop crime? And we can't address true crime in this country if it's based on facts that are not true, that people think are true, coming from high places like the mouthpiece of the White House. And so that was my issue in that video, and it specifically was about the Micaiah Bryant shooting, the 16-year-old black girl who was shot by an officer. Um, she was shot, and unfortunately, she died, which is very sad. We obviously don't want that. Um, but Jen Psaki called it an example of police violence. 
And well, that, that's what I would expect from Jen. And we're going to dive a little deeper into this, folks, but we're going to take a break right now uh, so you can hear from those wonderful businesses that sponsor this podcast. We will be right back. Are you twisted enough for Twisted Minds Escape Rooms? Then check us out at TwistedMinds.com and book an adventure today. You can choose between Camp Calico or the mysteries of Vanished. How about travel back in time to 1840s California and visit Digger's General Store? Get ready. Coming late spring, early summer 2021. A little bit of mayhem at Twisted Minds Escape Rooms in Palm Coast. Check us out at TwistedMinds.com or give us a call at 888-92-TWIST. We'll be waiting. Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit. And golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Snow Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Knoll Golf. Voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tee time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. All right, we're back. Uh, by the way, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, we couldn't be doing this without you. If your business would like to become a sponsor, we're very inexpensive. Get in touch with me, Alan, or our Flagler Trump Club. Yeah. You, can go, you can go to our website, flaglerfortrump.com, and, um, and you can see our contact information. We'd love to have you as a sponsor. Anyway, we're back with our guest, Teresa, the former general counsel for our sheriff. And you touched on media. And I'm a former TV news producer, three major networks. When I was at CNN, one of the stories that I covered was Ferguson, the false narrative of hands up, don't shoot, but it's fed to the media by bystanders. The media runs with it. CNN ran with it. We all discovered later on how phony it was. Even Eric Holder, the attorney general for the Obama administration, came back and said that wasn't the case. But you had, you had one guy dead. You had a police officer whose career was ruined, and he was just protecting himself, doing his job. Uh, we've had, we've seen other instances uh, of, uh, of of crime um, in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, certainly, um, and Chicago's a mess. I mean, there's oh, Chicago's so, terrible. There's lots of black and black, black on black murders and crime, and it's terrible. And yet the media never talks about this. And every weekend there are shootings in Chicago, and, and it's horrible. But uh, going back to your podcast, um, when, you were, when you were hired, were, did you disclose this podcast or any of this stuff to the sheriff's department? I didn't, and, I, you know, I, it's not something that I hid because I don't think I said anything wrong, and I still to this day – like I said in the, my response that I wrote to the Daytona News Journal that I think a lot of people have seen in the Palm Coast Observer, I could have probably been more tactful. But there's an element of entertainment that goes into these podcasts, as you both know, and sarcasm and all that. We don't do any of that. No, no I, I no, can tell. Don't. Yeah, right off the bat. I <laughs> yeah. And if, I, if are, I'm applying for a job, I'm denying I even know. Yeah, you. no, you're, <laughs> Just you're, so you're totally know. straight Never mind. When it comes yes, to this is yeah. very serious. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but um, but uh, the, the question on the application was active social media. And um, I wasn't actively podcasting. I hadn't been for months. And I really, I honestly don't consider podcasting to be even social media. So um, I didn't disclose it on my application. It wasn't asked of me. I know a very, I thought a very lengthy background check would have been done. I didn't take down any podcasts. I didn't do anything to actively hide it. Um, it was never brought up. It was never asked about. 
I, I really didn't think twice about it. So you, you left it up. I you did. didn't hide it. No. Um, looking back, would you have disclosed it going into that? Uh, I probably would have asked if that type of podcast would be something that would preclude me from that position. But again, a lot of my podcasts were very pro-police. Um, so well, I, that's another reason why I just, it didn't even click in my brain that this could possibly be something that would be detrimental to me in this position. And, you know, also, sorry, I know you're about to say something. But no, that's okay. <laughs> he, he talks Yeah, I talk all the time. You yeah. can shut me up. Um, but, you know, another thing is. In fact, I'm going to let Alan say something next. Oh, okay. okay. Perfect. Perfect. I'll say you something. You can start preparing. Yeah, um, <laughs> i got to take notes. So, you know, we all, all of us in our professional capacity have to separate and wear different hats and separate certain things that we do in our personal life from our professional life. And I do that every day as a lawyer. I'm sure you both do that in, what, in various things that you're involved in. So, again, the, the podcast just didn't ever click in my brain as something that would preclude me from being able to do my job effectively. I have to do that as a lawyer every single day. Alan? Okay, yeah, sure. So, uh, thank you, Alan. Thank you. So, uh, um, that was, I, wait, I didn't say something. <laughs> Go I ahead. Just, I have to say something. There, I just said something. Time will <laughs> Would you like to look into my camera? There you go. Actually, uh, but you're, you're still a, uh, a practicing attorney? So um, when I took the job for the sheriff's office, I closed my law firm. Um, I had two locations in Jacksonville and Palm Coast. Um, I closed both those locations. My staff all got jobs. So I don't have a brick-and-mortar law firm anymore. I had over 300 cases when I started. Um, I was able to give those to several colleagues, so I don't really have a whole lot of cases left. But um, I'm still practicing. I, I still do have a handful of cases that I'm working diligently um, but not near to what it was before. I'll say so that. So how many podcasts do you think you did during the time that you were actively podcasting? Oh, gosh. You know, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Um, I can tell you I had a 1,000 or a thousand what they call rumbles, essentially likes on Rumble. So not a whole, whole lot. Um, I had only been doing it for maybe five or six months. Not, was it, was so it something you're doing for fun or something you wanted to look at as a... Uh, you know, I wasn't sure. It's not anything that I was doing professionally or even semi-professionally. Uh, it was more of a, I just feel like there's so much that we as Americans aren't being told. Right. And I was willing to put in the time and the research to try to spread actual facts out to people. And I just found it to be somewhat incumbent upon myself as an American, as a patriot, to try to work towards just letting people know things they wouldn't otherwise find out about. So, um... I asked you this earlier. Well, actually, I just want to take a step backwards first. Um, there's been some back and forth on whether you were fired, resigned, or forced to resign. What, what, what happened? So I was given the opportunity to resign, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. Right. So, 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 so you were just, but you weren't fired. being fired, you were able to resign. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, Which I appreciated, candidly. Well, I know, I know you support law enforcement. I do, 100%. I mean, uh, and I know your husband is a fireman, a first responder. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and so that's pretty obvious. But I, I guess, um, and I never heard your podcast. Uh, um, and I guess you've taken it down since. I did. So I, I did take everything down when the reporter called me. And I only did that because this reporter cherry-picked two lines out of a 24-minute video. Mm -hmm. So I knew if he did this with this one video, I didn't want any further repercussion to be felt by the sheriff's office. I didn't want anybody else to be cherry picking through a bunch of videos to shed what is a false light on everything that I talked about. So I, I did I did remove them. 
Can I ask uh, what news organization contacted you? It was the Daytona Beach News Journal. Okay. Um, so then once they contacted you, they must have contacted Sheriff Staley and his department to get their reaction, I would assume. Um, somewhat. So when he called me, I immediately went to the chief of staff and said, hey, this is what we're dealing with. We immediately together went and spoke to Sheriff Staley. Okay. And I think chief of staff reached out to the journal. He knew the journalist, so he reached yeah, out to Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Daytona News Journal, to me, um, I can't speak for anyone else, they've been pretty fair to me mm-hmm. um, as opposed to say, you know, uh, what, what's it called? Fat Flagler Fake News Live? Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, one, yeah. yes. Pierre, whatever yeah. his name is. Uh, which, by the way, your Trump club has organized a boycott against those sponsors. Yes. So, uh, And if there's anyone out there that, you know, wants to end their sponsorship of that phony liberal left-wing socialist blog, let us know. We'll take your name off that list. Yeah. Um, but we're having some effect. Um, and, you know, different journalists will things differently and treat different people different way and having done that most of my career I get it Mm -hmm. and you can't get your news from most of the liberal media you know there's a few good decent people out there but it's hard it's hard to get the facts it's very hard and a lot of people don't realize that and I think that's the issue too is that so many people don't realize that what they're getting from certain media outlets is not news they don't even do their own investigation anymore a perfect example is the whole ivermectin story that was spreading that Rolling Stone put on a week or two ago, and then you just have all these other news media outlets parroting it. They're in this false echo chamber that all the journalistic investigation has gone out the window, and now they're just parroting each other. I think, yeah. Alan, you're taking that stuff, right? But yeah. you were I, I taking the it. apple-flavored horse. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I remember you saying. You, I can run loop. faster now. Yes, you can. Okay, talking horse over here. <laughs> just call me Mr. No, you're Mr. Ed. Yeah, I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> Um, we, we discussed this earlier. Um, I know with you, this has been a freedom of information, at, uh, issue. Uh, I know there's been several, I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on TV occasionally, I play a doctor sometimes too, but I know, I, I know there's been, uh, several Supreme court opinions on, um, uh, freedom of speech, uh, in the workplace, in public, you know, public office. Um, and it's limited to some degree, um, but again, I'm just, I asked you this earlier. Are you planning any legal action against the sheriff's department? I'm in no way interested in getting into any type of legal dispute with the sheriff's office. Um, I think that Sheriff Staley has done great things for Flagler County. And I continue to think he has great intentions for Flagler County. I know how passionate he is about what's going on on our border. And in every conversation that I have sat down and personally had with Sheriff Staley, I, we are on the same page with regards to what he wants to do for our county. I'm not going to take money out of taxpayers' pockets in a lawsuit um, and, and further try to detriment that. I don't, I don't think it's, it's worthwhile. So, um, so you resigned. You're moving on. What's next in your life? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> um, right now, I, like I said, I'm working the cases I have. I am doing the podcast regularly. Um, I, I, I would like to get into local politics, to be honest with you. I, I well, you've come to the right place. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> about what you guys were saying earlier. No, um, no, you have. No, uh, so, excellent. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I, for better or for worse, I'm a very transparent person that's bit me in the, in the backside. That's part of the reason I'm here, I think. Um, but I, I love this country and I have very good reason for loving this country. I've been all around the world. I have seen abject poverty. I have seen what oppression actually looks like. 
My mother was adopted by a Cuban family when she was a teenager. And um, so I have a very diverse background. I grew up very poor. I know what it's like to have working parents. Um, so I have a very diverse and a real life background. And I think part of the problem that we have in DC are lifelong politicians who don't know what those conversations are at the dinner table amongst real life families every night. And we have to kind of start bringing that back um, with integrity and policies that do have some oomph to them, you know, aren't shallow. Um, so I might go in that vein. I haven't decided yet. And my husband is, is behind me going, oh, God, what is she up to now? <laughs> <laughs> I so, understand that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, um, uh, if you decide to run for office, talk to me and Alan. Uh, we'll bring in my campaign manager, Mike. Who we should Mike? Mike, by the way, is out in Vegas. Uh, it's his birthday coming up. He's meeting his kids from California and Colorado out there. It's fun, and um, and he's celebrating his birthday for a week. So he'll be back at our next podcast. But Mike, I know you're listening, and Alan and I do listen to all of your advice. And the few times we haven't. Ah, uh, we okay, paid the well, price. We won't okay? talk about, we won't we talk nah, about nah. it. But it's always been his fault, Mike. Just yeah, so you know, uh -huh, yeah, you know, my fault. My I'm like, fault. no, we should listen to Mike, and Alan then talks me out of it, and then <laughs> yeah, we get in yeah. trouble. Right? But you're older than me, but, and I listen to my elders. Uh, we'd love to sit down with you if you are serious about running an office. Yes. We can go through everything that's involved because there's a lot of stuff involved. Sure. Takes a lot of effort. Um, but uh, you know, come to our Flagler Trump clubs. By the way, our meetings are every. Third Monday yep. at the VFW in Palm Coast. At we start promptly at six thirty p.m. So get there 10, 15 minutes early to find and, yourself. Well, you know, we, we always have we've a been packed house. Up. Yeah, yeah, you might want to yeah. get a little earlier yeah. than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, we're running out of chairs. Yeah, um, and our membership keeps growing. So what please are we come now? join. Uh, we're up over five hundred and seventy people. Wow. As just we're the largest political organization in Flagler. County. Amazing. And we are now a grassroots political organization. Anyway, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our sponsors. Thank you. Thank for you being for being with us. Thank you. And thank you, Alan. And we will see you guys in two weeks. Everyone, take care. Have a great week. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, flaglerfortrump.com. That's flagler, the number four, trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.